Hello and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zerati. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer Aaron Labar. Happy New Year. Happy welcome New back. Year. It's 2018. Welcome back. We had a, a bit of a break yeah, over the holidays. Two whole weeks. Yeah. So we're, we're back. Not of work, just of pod. Just off pod. <laughs> so we're back with our uh, weekly pop cultural catch up from Winnipeg and beyond. Today on the show, what are we talking about? We are going to be talking about resolutions. Hot topic this time of year. Yes, for sure. January content. (laughs) We're also going to be talking about uh, this episode will be a little bit more Winnipeg centric because we're going to be talking about some... uh, some some city planning. Yeah, there's just some weird stuff going on. <laughs> Everyone seems very confused. Exactly. Lots of lots of confusion. So how are your weeks, plural? Um, good. I mean, obviously it was full of lots of holiday stuff. And the plague that we both had. Yeah, Jen and I were both incredibly ill <laughs> all through Christmas. <laughs> I haven't been sick for Christmas in since I was a child. But I feel like you've been a sick a lot the last few months. Like there's just one cold yeah, that sort of keeps just, repeating it itself. Keeps happening. So the one that I had was the one that has been lingering since like mm-hmm. October. And finally, maybe the day or two before Christmas, it just was like, here you go. Happy holidays. Couldn't breathe. I was so congested. <sighs> Christmas Day, both my partner and I had this cold and we could barely keep our eyes open like couldn't breathe it was just it was so bad it was so so bad this was the weirdest cold that ended up for me turning into bronchitis but it was like it basically had like one day the very first day was like the most intense symptomatic day like right. super runny nose sore throat and then sore throat was gone nose was congested but not like running yeah and then just like weird myriad symptoms so like a headache and then body aches and then like yeah. a fever and then the cough though was ridiculous yeah you did have the smoker's hack for a while there i did <laughs> and i'm gonna be super gross because apparently that's my jam on very lead is to tell you gross things for my life but i coughed so hard i threw up and i just <laughs> i'm sorry that's not funny but it, it was is. just sort of those things where it wasn't like i feel sick it was just like bleh like it's just like oh this happened were you in the vicinity of a bathroom nope i it was just just like on my living room carpet like just like bleh <laughs> And, and the worst part, <laughs> I can't get over that mental picture, <laughs> uh, coughing, coughing, blah. I had just eaten dinner and it was spaghetti. <laughs> so it was that definitely like so gross. noodles of the nose. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, then there used to be a board game with spaghetti and like, if you did something, oh, he, he would like come out or it was like boogers that came out of it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it was like the sinus floss I didn't ask for yet <laughs> oh, was oddly satisfying because, <laughs> you know, you've been sick forever. So. Oh man. That's that gross. was my Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. But um, otherwise it was like very full of family stuff. We had, um, my aunt and uncle were visiting from, and their kids were visiting from yeah. Kansas city. They drove up from Kansas city. That's exciting. It's like 13 hour drive yeah, in the no middle of winter. So, but it was good to have them here and yeah, it was great. Awesome. Um, yeah, sa- same. Like it was pretty low key. I rallied through the actual like festivities part and then boxing day was kind of when my body was like, no, <laughs> I'm done. You're done. Um, we should mention that we're going to be posting the pod on Mondays now and not on yes, Fridays. We have some housekeeping announcements. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're going to move the day that we post the pod, which Aaron literally just said, but I'm going to recap. And I mean, it was coming up on people's iTunes things on Mondays anyway. Yeah, it kind of seems if you are an iTunes listener, it kind of is anyone's guess when it's going to pop up. I sometimes get multiple episodes at the same time. At the same time. But if you come to winnipegfreepress.com slash bury the lead and listen to it there, 
Mondays is the new day, not Fridays. Yeah. yeah. Two reasons. One, Fridays we find that people are often pretty checked out by then. Well, yeah, and they're like thinking about the weekend. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah. Monday is better because we think we can get you when you are kind of like, I need a distraction because it's Monday and everything's the worst and I have the right. two o'clock blahs and I need something to listen to. Yeah. Um, so that's basically what we were like. We can be here for you for that. We'll so. be your support system. Exactly. We'll guide you through your day. Exactly. We're going to talk resolutions. We are going to talk resolutions. Do you make resolutions, Jen? Um, no. So I kind of like, I'm perfect. <laughs> so it's not that I have any sort of beef with self-improvement, obviously. Mm-hmm. I sometimes do goal setting, but they're, it's not necessarily con- goal setting. I think I said goal setting. I understood what you meant. Goal setting. But um, isn't that just what a resolution is? Just but like it's, setting it's not, a goal? I don't normally do it in January. I find that oh, my that's my September, right? personal new year, I have two times of year where I feel really bitten by that, which is, yes, the back to school vibes, mm-hmm. but also because I'm a spring baby, oh, I think I have the birthday thing happening. Yeah. But I remember writing a column a few near New Year's ago and I was listening to, <laughs> I'm struggling, I'm struggling. New Year's is is ago. New Year's is is. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to a show on... CKW, okay. which is the University of Winnipeg radio station. Right. And I think it was one of these shows where it's like co-hosted by a kid and their parent or a kid and some adult. Right. Okay. Wife, so yeah. hilarious. And they were talking about resolutions and he was so confused. He was like, I thought like, I thought we did that in like in March. And his dad was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah. He's like, when we like, like, like when we give something up, like he had confused making New Year's resolutions with Lent. With Lent. Oh, okay. <laughs> because his New Year's resolution was eat more fried chicken. And I his, like that. I can get on board. I know. And his dad was like, well, that's not really a resolution. Like, well, sure it is. That's a great resolution. Why, why isn't it? Your dad is wrong, yes. young man. So I wrote a column about talking about how kind of like, I think when New Year's resolutions are super restrictive. Yeah. That's when we get into trouble, right? Because it's not necessarily... I don't know that we need to have, like, the new year, new you thing. Like, you're fine. Like, <laughs> everyone, you're all fine. You're cool. You're good. You're all... Everyone's doing their best. No one cares. Except like, that one guy. fine. Except for that one guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do sometimes get wrapped up in it, of course, because of yeah. ev- everything you're reading and, like, being around. So sometimes I'll set up, like, goals. But I had an epiphany this year. Mm-hmm. So listeners of the podcast will know that I was trying to read a book a week in 2017. Yes, you were. Unsuccessful. <laughs> I, I was super unsuccessful. I bombed. Guess how many books I read in 2017? Mm, 20. 19. Oh, it's pretty close. Which is fewer books than I read in 2016. Doesn't matter. So I kind of had an epiphany about how quantifying things is not good for me. Well, yeah. And that... I was because I was trying to reach this quota I was that you made up that I made up (laughs) that I was reading books like having to finish books that I probably would have stopped reading that I was kind of like rushing through them like that kind of again it was it kind of took away from the enjoyment of it right and I realized that that was why I quit Fitbit as well because it was running my life and it's like oh suddenly like going for a walk is like a thing that has to be like counted and right. measured and 10,000 steps. I yeah. To, yeah. So I'm just my, so my resolution, this is a long way of saying that I guess I do have one kind of quasi resolution and that is to no longer boot camp my life. Like, right. You know what? 
I will probably, I have a theory that I will probably end up reading more and working out more and doing things more without attaching this arbitrary number to it. Well, yeah, because it's completely and fully your decision at the time. Exactly. And then you yeah. feel like you failed, even though like 19 books is nothing to see. Well, especially at. when we read literally all day for work. Exactly. And, and yeah, I mean, whatever. So yeah. How about you? Um, I don't love the idea of resolutions yet. I still sort of secretly do some in my brain every year. Mm-hmm. So this year it's kind of tricky because I'm going through a lot of like pretty substantial life changes. You are. So I'm true. trying not to like, add more stuff onto my plate because I'm or I'm already in a very like transitional mm-hmm. period of my life. That's reasonable. Right. So one of my resolutions is to not, and again, I don't know if this is really a resolution, but we're in the wedding planning process. And one of my resolutions is to like, not get too hung up on stupid stuff. That's a good, that's a good goal to have. Cause like planning. the thing that's causing me the most anxiety about this entire process is having all the attention because I do not like to be the center of attention. I also do not like to be the center of attention. So part of that resolution is to just like get over it, like try to get over it and realize that people want to celebrate with you and they want to take a picture with you because they want to remember it and you're going to want to remember it later. So just like get over it. That's a good one. I'm supportive of that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just generally, we've been kind of trying to be more mindful about how we're shopping in terms of food and mm-hmm. how we're eating, mm-hmm. not necessarily to eat better or worse or indulge or not indulge, but just like maybe buy meat from a local butcher if we right. can afford it at the time. Or, you know, maybe we'll sign up for a CSA this year. I don't know. But it's like something like just be more mindful in general with how we're spending our money, especially when it comes to groceries and stuff. And I think for, I think that's great because I think for goals to work. It's called a CSA, right? I believe so. Okay. I just was like, maybe that's not the right acronym, Um, but I'm pretty sure it is. (laughs) They need to come with an action plan. Like so many people are like, I'm going to lose weight. It's like, okay, well that's see, but I'm hoping that that's going to be a byproduct of eating better and just like stopping to be a, stop being weird about stuff (laughs) just in general. Um, yeah. And what I was going to say is that I think that when people don't put an action plan with their, like, so say they have something like lose weight, Mm -hmm. um, which again, Nobody needs to lose weight. You're all fine. You're all, you're great. You're except you, that one guy. No, just, yeah, except that one guy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, um, when you don't have an action plan that goes with it, you're, how are you going to get there? Right. Right. So that's why I, when I am goal set, setting any time of year, um, I try to think about, okay, well actually what are the steps to get there? So instead of saying read more, it's like, I'm going to try to read this much a night or I'm going to try to make sure that I carve out some time before bed or yes. whatever. Um, so I have yeah, two I things to add quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, one I've been thinking, I did an interview with, a uh, an Edmonton singer songwriter and her, the album, her album name was try. And I was thinking a lot about the word try and how it can have both sort of positive and negative connotations. Like some people consider, consider trying as if you don't succeed as failure and other right. people consider trying, like just, just trying something in the first place is a success. So I'm going to try try to be in the more positive camp of things. Again, that's another thing I like to work on because I can be a Debbie Downer sometimes. Yeah. Um, Being a person who tries is often a goal that I try to set for myself. So just to know that like, because I think all anyone can really do with anything in all areas of their life is try their best. And I think as long as you feel and believe, because it's not really a feeling, it's more of a belief. So as long as you Mm -hmm. believe that you have done your best with something, 
that cuts out so much undue anxiety and stress. It's like, well, I believe I did my best Mm -hmm. considering what I had to work with, what was happening that day. Right. And it kind of applies to the work we do as journalists, right? Yes. Who got back to you? (laughs) You know, like who, you know, how long did you have to do the story? How many interviews were you able to get from it? You know, maybe be easier on yourself when you have like a silly typo that yes, you probably should have caught, but it happens. Right. But here are the circumstances. And that was the other point I wanted to make was that I'm, I would really like to make myself feel less guilty for not working all the time. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes you need a recharge day. Sometimes you need to lay on the couch and watch Netflix all day. And I often feel very guilty about not using that time, not necessarily for work, work, but just to be more productive in general. Yeah. Like I could have gone for a walk. I could have cleaned the kitchen. I could have, but like just relax. It's okay. There was a meme. My partner hates that. Cause I putter as we've talked about. I love a good putter. I find, <laughs> I find puttering very sidebar on puttering. Yeah. Puttering is very, uh, he, sidebar, relaxing. sidebar. He calls it potter, potter, pottering, P- pottering, pottering. Cause he's British. Sounds like doddering. Yeah. But he gets so annoyed at night because he'll be like, just sit down and watch this show with me. And mm-hmm. I'll watch five minutes and be like, okay, I'm going to go do the dishes. Yeah. Then I'll come back. Okay. I'm going to go fold the laundry. You know, and he's like, just relax. Oh, no, I'm I'm the same way. No, I need to do stuff. But one thing I was going to say is that my husband sent me like a little comic of a coffee pot with a face because I I love a good food with a face. And uh, it said that you are not your productivity. And I think that's also an important thing to remember. Your self-worth is not measured by how much you get done, whether that's folding laundry and or whatever. So that is definitely something that I need to work on. Um. Shall we move on? You know who else needs to work on some stuff? <laughs> the city way. of Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. So there's... Can I tell you my favorite story of this new year? Please tell me your favorite story of this new year. So I can't remember when the first the first part of this saga came out, but it's the parking meters. The parking meter saga. So is there two hours free on Saturday? Is there two hours free after you pay for two hours? Like, nobody knows. Wh- nobody knows. And I loved following the saga because people were just so pissed off about it because everyone got those tickets and then the city retracted, canceled the tickets. Yeah. And the city didn't update their deck de- decals or decals or however you say it on the meters. I prefer decal. And nobody knows what's going on. No. And it's just parking. Like <laughs> So for people, <laughs> laugh. I love it so whether much. you live here or do not, basically... And I'm going to get this wrong because I still fully don't understand it, even though I literally just proofread an editorial about it. Um... We, there is two hours there, free right. on Saturdays. So you do not need to pay for two hours first. You get your first two hours for free on Saturdays. Right. But then the tickets were because people hadn't paid first, right? Because they the rules were misconstrued or there were rules written on the website that weren't on the meters themselves. Okay. The city changed the rules basically and didn't tell anybody. So that you had to pay for two hours of parking before first you get, before yeah. you could get the free ones, yeah. which is suspect. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah parking in the city seems to be kind of a thing even though it's comparatively cheap right and that's the thing compared to other cities like we have both traveled a lot i've lived in other cities and parking in any other major metropolis will cost you your firstborn child pretty much and but i still here i still get irate i'm still even irate now thinking about the fact that they raised it like a dollar fifty an hour or they're going to raise it I'm glad that they did that so that they could save some bus routes. True. Um, because some of the bus, so they were thinking of cutting some yes. bus routes. And they canceled that. And they canceled that as sort of like a, and then we're like, Merry Christmas. 
because <laughs> um, some here's of the, some, here's tickets. <laughs> some of the uh, roots that they had proposed cutting were actually what I would consider pretty major. Yeah, ones, like the sixty six. Yeah, grand. that was like, shocking to me. Um, but also bus fare went up a quarter. Usually yeah. it goes up a nickel every year, but it went up a quarter. That was another fave story. Yes. So the everyone's <laughs> bus rider complains about transit hike. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's furious. Everyone's furious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> way to way to hit every market there. <laughs> transit hikes, parking hikes. But yeah, I I just think that with something like parking, like I just that should be clear. You should know what the well, rules yeah. are. And if you're gonna change the rules, you need to be very very clear. Especially if this is a city that already has issues around parking yes like you need to really and those tickets were not cheap i'll tell you that for free (laughs) did you get one no but i uh i was on a feed somewhere on facebook or twitter or something and someone was saying that it was it was like a sizable amount of money and like yeah why would just why? Just why does it have to be so complicated? Well, why, like, also, why, why is this even an issue? I don't understand. If you want to make it your weird parking BOGO where you buy, buy two, two, get two free, <laughs> um, you need to make that clear Yeah, on the meter. So you also have another issue with the I recent do. changes at the city. I have issues. So I was actually thinking about it before it became a news story. But this week um, it was in our paper and elsewhere about how the new, so basically the province is in the middle of changing over all our streetlights. Yes. So those old Amber incandescents, they are gone. We are getting new led lights. So the switchover had started to happen, obviously, because mm-hmm. they're midway through this project. And people are like, oh, my God, the new streetlights are so bright. <laughs> Which like, sounds like a really weird thing to complain I about. Know. But they are like laser beams. Which I get. Safety is important. Yes. That, fine. I feel like if I'm standing underneath one, I always hum the X-Files theme <laughs> because I feel like I'm being abducted. Like, they're so bright. So we have one <laughs> literally right outside our apartment window. Uh. And there's that time of night when the lights just turn on yeah. and if we happen to be in bed it's like the lights go on like right through and we're <laughs> room filled with light. like <laughs> again like you're being abducted yeah it's no like it's like have no it's it's intense um i read that um montreal had a re- recently done the led upgrade and they had i think it was slightly lower i'm not going to try to explain the light science behind yes, all this but i think fair. it's a little bit less bright less bright than the ones that Manitoba is putting in because <laughs> we got a one-up Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that there's a way to do that, but yeah. I think they just have to probably commit now. But the other problem that they're finding now that it's winter is that some of these new LED lights are strobing. So uh. there's a concern that they might activate seizures, seizures in people yeah. who are living with epilepsy well, and, that's other, and other conditions. So I think the risk is fairly low, but, uh, based on the free press story that we had on it. Um, But still, like, it is cause for concern. It's also just annoying if you live across the street from a strobing, very bright light. (laughs) Yes. So. You know what else we're following, Montreal? Mm. Getting rid of potentially plastic bags, which I could not be more thrilled about. Mm -hmm. I hate, hate, hate having a pileup of plastic bags in my house. I, I always use reusable bags when I can. So we had same and I and have been for years, years because yeah. that kind of started to become more popular. Like got my bag ooze. Yeah. Already like a decade ago. I yeah. Feel like. um, 
but there was a free press editorial that I heartily agree with and not just because I'm on the adjunct editorial board but um that the thing that we should actually be focusing on is straws oh yeah Jill mentioned that our yeah Jill mentioned that the other day yes well uh, is it Stella's that now you have to request a straw mm-hmm. yeah so there was kind of that there was a story in the summer about how a bunch of there was a coalition of restaurants that were kind of test driving that for like a month mm-hmm. um where that you'd have to have straws by request basically but straws are actually a much bigger scourge than one at a time plastic Jen. bags one at a time so let's just get rid of all the plastic so get rid of all the plastic change the light make bulbs. the lights less get some new bright. decals for the <laughs> parking meters and be clear about what you expect from us parking meters So with our new day of posting, we're also going to be rotating through some of our fun segments. Yeah. So typically we conclude the podcast with reading, watching, listening to, but we're going to add some. We're going to add some we're fun. We're going to add some stuff. We're, we're not going to be, that. we're not going to be slaves to the format. Exactly. In my, okay. So I'm basically totally making New Year's resolutions. Left, right, <laughs> as, we go, as we go, as we go, making more. But in addition to um, not putting numbers on things, I'm really trying to switch out some rigidity for flexibility yeah um so this is kind of part of that yeah we don't need to do one thing every single time no we don't we can do whatever we want so yeah it's our pod our pod our rules (laughs) the segment that we've kind of done sometimes but now we want to do more often is pop culture blind spots yeah i feel like we should have like it's pop culture blind spots there we go that's good (laughs) beautiful (laughs) we're Um, we're a low budget production (laughs) where's my app (laughs) we're in we discuss things that everyone has seen, seen but we haven't one of us hasn't or anyway, one of us hasn't. yeah um so my pop culture blind spot i feel is surprising for a lot of people right because of, of your love of vr yes but <laughs> obsessive I'm, love of vr my obsessive love of vr is that i've never seen not one time an episode of gray's anatomy that never is, once that is really surprising i've never seen it like, you, do you even know the characters' names? Okay, so this is what the segment is about. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm going to attempt so to. So I've seen, like, up until one of the main characters dies, and then I stopped watching. So I'd say, like, four or five seasons. Okay, so here's what I know based on popular so, culture. Okay, so tell me what you think happens. Based on popular culture, Grey's Anatomy is about a doctor yeah. named Meredith Grey. Yeah. And it takes place in Seattle. Yes. And everybody cries. Yes. And everybody dies. And there's, like, doctors that are, like... McDreamy and McSwoony. McSteamy, pretty close. No, that's a magazine. (laughs) (laughs) And Sandra Oh is in it, and everybody loves her. Uh huh. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, that's pretty close. I think I feel like I did pretty good. Yeah. This, I think, is going to be the year I watch it, though. Because why? What's what's prompting you to do so? Just because I feel like everyone talks about it all the time. It actually sounds like a show that I would be into. And I feel like I need a replacement for Nashville because that's coming to an end. Well, yeah. It just started yeah. this week, last week. So that's going to be it. Yeah. It's last season. And I feel like it's like a good compliment to that show. Yeah. I think in future when we do pop culture blind spots, especially if it's a TV show, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull up the ep- an episode description, just like a random episode and read you the first sentence and then get you to tell me what happens in the rest of the episode. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. We'll do that next time. I love it. Um, what are you working on? Uh, that is a good question. Well, <laughs> I just, January. yeah, January is really tough Nothing. in the entertainment department because there's not typically a ton of stuff going on. Well, not as much as there, there is usually. 
Um, but I just ran or a piece just ran that I wrote that was about the hip hop scene in Manitoba. Yes. And it was a real long one. That is a story that I'm so glad you did because it was something that when I was a music writer, I was thinking about looking into. So I spoke to a ton of people, kind of got a lay of the land as to what it was like in the 80s and 90s and then what happened when it kind of bottomed out a little Mm -hmm. bit and then why it's coming back now, why there's sort of like a revival of hip hop in in Winnipeg and Manitoba. Very cool. And then I interviewed a bunch of up and coming performers. Some of them have been around for a while, but people that will be doing cool things next or this year, I should say 2018. Um, So yeah. Cool. Yeah. I went kind of long-ish on I, Tanya, which is the oh, yeah. Tanya Harding we biopic. this movie. Yes, we both saw it. It opened on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote a column for Friday's paper just about, because I grew up with 90s figure skating. Yeah. And that was kind of the heyday for it. And I was super into it. And sort of... It's a great movie. It's a great movie. And it got me thinking... Really what I wanted to do with the column was talk about how it really was challenging some internalized misogyny that I had as a kid mm-hmm. with the Tanya V... Nancy and how it was sort of billed as this like girl on girl like jealousy yeah. blah 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 and like why we think Tanya is a bad girl and it's because she's you know well, well she's, she's just really affiliated with all these terrible men yeah and she's and and I think what the media did at the time because it was definitely the hard copy era right for sure so it was fixating on like she's poor and her blush is bad and her bangs are wrong and she swears so her own much, costumes and, yeah. yeah and so there's a lot of classism in figure skating and it's also a lot of there's a lot of things going on with judging and like it's yeah it's you know um but I was realizing as I was watching the movie that it totally flipped and I was like oh I like I love how rebellious Tanya is and she's so badass and she's not like that prissy perfect Nancy Kerrigan and I was like oh wait I'm doing the same thing <laughs> doing the same thing just reversed it, yeah. yeah so I wrote a column about that and then I also I actually um did a story for the city section of the paper for Saturday about Main Street Project, Mm -hmm. which is one of the only, they do a ton of things, but one of the things is that they operate a shelter um, where you do not have to be clean and sober to access it. Which is very important this time of year. Exactly. It's been minus 40 for weeks. Yes. Especially since people who are homeless are rarely ever just homeless. It's usually coupled with addiction and mental health issues so Mm -hmm. i spent some time there and wrote a story about that it's great um as always you can find everything that we're working on at winnipegfreepress.com you can also follow us on social media i'm at jen's on twitter and instagram and i'm at my rebel on twitter and instagram will remain that is not a resolution to get rid of instagram (laughs) i've given up on that hope yeah social media we got somewhere to post pictures of my cat exactly and uh we will see you next monday (laughs) 